Hello, and welcome to Mutually Codependent with Adam and Jen. I'm Jen. And I guess that makes me Adam. I don't think I did that right. <laughs> you did. It's close enough. It's good. <laughs> if you wouldn't have brought attention to it, nobody would even know. Oh, okay. That's all right. So hello, everyone. Hi. How are we today? Another week with weed. <laughs> Speaking of, um, so by now you should know we're, we're eight episodes in plus a pilot. You know what's happening. We got the strain of the show. The strain of the show today is a THCA flower brought to you by Texas Canna Health called Ice Cream Cookies. Yeah. Yeah, Ice Cream Cookies. Uh, ICC, uh, which actually ICC can also be Ice Cream Cake. So watch out. You got to read the label. Um, according to our packaging, Ice Cream Cookies is considered an indica-leaning uh, or feeling uh, strain. Quote, this strain is the perfect example of a sugar rush with a high cerebral beginning and a sedating ending that will stay with you for quite some time. I agree. I think that's a good uh, explanation of what how the strain makes you feel. It's a good one. It's a good description. Probably. probably. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think, I mean, it's just whoever's selling it is uh, it's the one doing that. I, I think Renee puts these together based on what other people talk about it. Cause, yes. <clears throat> I don't think I'm an expert in, in describing I'm like, yeah, I got high. It felt good. Or, uh, you know, I've had some feedback with some where it was like, it was fleeting. It seemed to go away soon, but, you know, whatever. So uh, this particular strain, THCA 22.1%, it'll get you there. The Delta 9 THC, surprisingly low here at 0.16%. So uh, certainly considered hemp uh, by federal law, as far as I understand it. Yep. Um. It is under the 0.3% to be considered hemp, um, but still intoxicating because lawmakers don't know science. So that's cool. Yay for us sometimes. Good, good for them. <clears throat> good for good for this this little bit, but bad for so much more. Oh my god! <laughs> These same people that don't understand, you know, the simple science, are the ones making rules for all of our healthcare and all of our laws and. You know, these guys are making rules for our fucking bridges and none of them are structural engineers. You know, I mean, how do they know how much money they need to spend on shit? Anyway, uh, tangents. (laughs) I haven't started smoking yet, so I need to do that. And um, to give me the opportunity to do that, I know you have a story about what you just did this past weekend. I Yeah, I I got to cross a bucket list item off. I have a pretty extensive bucket list, though, because I've always wanted to make sure. Well, in the spirit of my favorite human that ever existed on Earth, um, sorry, Adam, my grandmother, my nana, um, Marlene, she, uh, her and I had an incredibly close relationship, and she always told me to live life to the fullest, so I've always had a pretty extensive bucket list, but... One of the things that was able to be crossed off this past Friday, August 18th, was Landon and I, we had the opportunity to uh, go see Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg! Yeah, so it was uh, Warren G, Too Short, um, Wiz Khalifa, and Snoop Dogg, the high school reunion tour. It was the most fun I've ever had at a concert by far. Yeah? Oh, yeah. I, I would... One... 100%, 10 out of 10, 
go again, regardless of how hot it was. <laughs> Because it was just so much fun. And everybody was having fun. Everybody was happy. Everybody, except for that one weird family. But, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it was it was a lot of fun. It was, it was, it was really cool. I enjoyed it a lot. So, we had a really good time. It was just really, really hot. I just got my shit lit. You gotta, you gotta come up with some more story about that. You had the whole concert. You told me all kinds of stuff. What about that family? Okay, so we got there and Warren G was on, and I love Warren G. So we got to see Warren G. It's the setting too. This is out the the racetrack outside of Austin. Yes. Yeah, so we were. And there's an amphitheater there. They do music. Okay. okay. Yes. Let me slow down a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Let me go back. Okay. So, Landon and I we. Decided to go. See, he wanted to go see Snoop Dogg and was Khalifa. And so we decided to do that. And Too Short and Orangey opened, or I guess were the people before them or whatever. So, um, and it was at the Germania Insurance Amphitheater or the Circuit of the Americas racetrack place in Coda. Austin, Coda in Austin. Um, if you've ever been there, you know that there's very little shade. Um, if you've never been there and you know how hot Central Texas is, then let me tell you that they spent a shit ton, I mean millions and millions on this place, and there is no shade. It doesn't make any sense because most of the of the events there are during the hot time, during yeah, the, summer. the summer, like when it's hot outside. So, and it's been blistering here for two months. How do do they not just throw up some poles and get some shade cloth and make everybody happier and justify these like $200 tickets everybody's buying? I don't know. So it was, it was really hot, but we matched, we decided, well, we wore similar kinds of outfits. They were like button down shirt with shorts, like, you know, like resort style wear, I guess is what you'd call it. Well, he did, he, his was tan. But his was like a windbreaker material. It was it was like Steve Irwin used a tent. Yeah, it was like windbreaker. To make his. And then I wore a hot pink one with my big uh, sunglasses that have sprinkles on them, like cake sprinkles. A hot pink one. Yeah. Hot pink one. I bought hot pink oh, outfit. Oh, your outfit. My outfit was hot pink. But we had a really good time. Um, Too short was awesome. He's hilarious. He's pretty raunchy um Wiz Khalifa if you don't know a whole lot about Wiz Khalifa I I I mean I know of Wiz Khalifa uh I wasn't super familiar with him until Friday I'm gonna be honest I'm a bigger Snoop fan because it's older rap from when I was a kid I guess or hip-hop from when I was a kid so um but he was just all about like peace and love and happiness. And he had these really cool, like his screens would change and he had mushrooms. And then he sang a new song about being peaceful and kind to people and have to be more loving and a better person. And sounds like the reggae fest. It honestly, yeah. And he was just smiling and cheesing like the whole time. He just seemed super happy. His his screens came on and they had a huge uh, marijuana field behind and like the leaves were moving, the plants were blowing and stuff. It was really cool. Um, and then you know he went off and Snoop came out and drove a car out. I want to say it was a convertible GTO. Uh, it's beautiful. It was like baby blue. And then he had 
dancers, professional dancers, who, and they were real dancers. They weren't just um, exotic dancers. Like you could tell they had classical training, but uh, they were, had some awesome pole tricks, beautiful, beautiful girls. Um, and they were out there dancing with Snoop when he came out and he was, uh, Wiz did a lot more of where he would perform the whole song and he would like stop and talk and stuff. And Too Short kind of did the same thing and same with Warren G. But it seemed like Snoop did like bits of songs. Like he would just do parts of songs. Like not even the songs that like he's only had like cameos, like little guest spots in. But like even his own music, he would only sing like one verse and then he would switch. So he was like doing a mixtape of his own stuff? Kind of. And I don't know if it's just that he's so old. Because <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Like the man's not getting younger. <laughs> like he looked a little slow <laughs> a few well, times. Like yeah, he was a little tired. He's, he's, he's uh, a guy who's been smoking weed like every day for his whole life. Oh, he would walk back over to the car while the girls were dancing. He would like walk back over and go and get a joint and, and light it and start smoking and then like take a few hits and then go back to performing and hand it off to one of the dancer girls and they would go put take a hit and put it back in the car for him. I wonder, I, I, I got to think that somebody who's been around, I'm not a big hip hop fan. I'm not going to pretend to know anything about hip hop or rap or any of that. Um, other than what's been on the radio that I've been exposed to accidentally, I guess. Right. Um, and, uh, and, you know, while being in school, like, you know, our school was very diverse. So being in football, I was yeah. exposed to what they were singing, but half the time they were doing their own stuff, which was, I thought way more entertaining. <laughs> <coughs> No, it really was. Some of those guys were good. Some of the guys that were best at it were guys you wouldn't think had the capacity for it. And, and you know, like, God, I want to say, you know, there, there was, I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't matter. There, there was a kid that, like, was a special needs. But Adam. He could flow. Well, that makes so sense. So well. No, I, I don't want to, like, he was, nobody, I don't want to, if anybody went to school with this, they'll probably be able to identify him, but um, I never saw that kid without a smile on his face, even when he was in the middle of a fight. Um, he, uh, <clears throat> he just, he was just always, like, trying to be friendly, and, you know, he, it was, it was strange. It was almost like. Yeah. You know, he was masking is what he was doing. He was probably yeah. severely autistic and nobody really understood what that was at the time. But um, <clears throat> then somebody would start, you know, beatboxing and then he just like something switched and he could like put words together. And, and uh, uh, we went to we went to middle school with him. Um, and I think he may have <clears throat> he may have gone with us. Uh, for a year or two in, in high school, but I, I don't think so. Mm. But, um, yeah, anyway, so, you know, it was certainly, you know, that was an extreme example, but there were guys that, you know, were always getting in trouble for failing and they obviously had a good handle on how to use language. You know, they had no excuse to <laughs> yeah. be failing English class when their favorite hobby was fucking English, you know, kind of a modified version of it, I guess. But, yeah. you know, that you guys are storytelling, right? That's what you're doing. Let's read a story and then tell a story about the story. That's, that's all English class is. 
Yeah. Um, but <clears throat> I don't know. I, I almost failed the English all the time too. But um But it was a really good time. Like we had a lot of fun. Yeah. 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 It was it was a pretty it was a great show. I really enjoyed myself. Landon was just beaming, like his smile was just plastered across his face when Wiz Khalifa came out. So, because that's who he was really there to see, and I was there to see yeah. Snoop. Um, but it was a really good show, and it was a lot of fun. It was just really hot, and but the sun went down, and it wasn't so so bad, you know. It was a good. It was. There was, however, I'd say the only weird thing, it wasn't even negative. It was kind of funny. But where we were sitting, we were on, if you're looking at the stage at that um, amphitheater, we were closer to the front um, of the stage, not where the floor section is, but where there were still seats. So, and kind of towards the right and to the very far right. Um, But there were people, there was a family, two rows in front of us that I noticed during Wiz Khalifa that, um, or no, it must've been during Snoop. Yeah, it was during Snoop because the girls were on the stage and there was a dad, probably late fifties, early sixties, two boys, probably late teens. And then a mom, same age, a little bit younger than the dad, but around the same age. And all four of them, everyone was standing at this concert. Everybody, I'd say 95% of the people were standing, dancing, having the best time. If they weren't standing, they were in the seat still having a good time. There was very few people just sitting, like not having any form of fun, except for these four people. I watched them for probably 25 minutes randomly because I was just really curious. That's a long time at a concert. Like, so, I mean, I wasn't watching them the whole time, but I would, like, peek over. Yeah, but you the, were monitoring them. Yeah, but the girls next to me, I found out they also were watching them. And then the people to the couple to the left of us, the guy was watching them because he kept telling his girlfriend, he's like, baby, baby, look at those white people. <laughs> <laughs> and they were, it was a white family and... They never moved their heads. They never looked around. They, they never stood up. No bobbing, no smiles. They didn't look at each other. It was like they were tortured and forced to be there, or they came to the wrong concert. Or one of the sons got all the family to go, and their parents had no idea what they were in for because they were probably there while Too Short was talking about oral sex for 20 minutes straight (laughs) yeah so and then you know snoop came out with his dancer friends using pole doing pole tricks and g-strings and thongs so i'm sure it was a maybe it was an awkward uh time for them as a family (laughs) yeah maybe there's lots of families there though i definitely looked around and saw all kinds of families and they were the only ones being awkward (laughs) yeah that sounds kind of awkward it was awkward. It was, I mean, I, it wasn't for me. I saw the me. picture of the backs of all their heads, and it looks like the backs of the heads of people that would be more at home at a rodeo. Yes, very much so. Um, <clears throat> I like, like their cousin probably rides the Bronx or something. Like, they, they, know, yeah, I, I know people there. I, I'm, I, I made a joke with my friend Meg that I was gonna, I actually sent it to her. I was telling her about it, and she was like, <gasps> If you put it on TikTok or Reddit, people are going to say they're part of the simulation. 
That's. I'm not gonna say I didn't think of that. I already thought of it too. Yeah, like, I was like they were the white people that the simulation added, but the simulation didn't count for the fact that it would be mostly white level. people. Yeah, they just looked at the wrong demographics. So like, okay, mostly dimmer, white people, thirty and up too. Thirty and up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because uh, you know, with because of the diversity or lack thereof in Austin proper and the people who can actually afford to go to those shows. Yeah. It was probably the crowd was probably mostly white. <clears throat> like Landon bought our tickets because I was like, well if you want to go and sit up that close, you're gonna have to buy expensive those expensive tickets. It was like two fifty for the two of us to go. Yeah. And we sat up really close we had really good seats though, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. That's <laughs> that's pretty cool. So, but it was fun shows, and I got to check that off the bucket list. Got to see Snoop. Check, check, check it off. Concerts are fun. Uh, yeah, I like them. They're a thing you can do with your friends. With your friends? Yeah, with your friends. With your friends? Yeah, we didn't really go through a synopsis or summary of what we were going to talk about, but that's, that's cool. We didn't we surprise today. people. Um, You're here. Thank you for listening. <laughs> yeah. The segue was headed towards Friends. Yeah. If you couldn't tell. Um, Not the TV show. I was, I was sliding it in there. Um, <clears throat> just having friends as adults. Uh, the subject came up. We were talking about it, and we thought it'd be good to, to talk about it in, in the podcast. <clears throat> yeah, I think so. I think it's something that everybody as an adult, like, I think all the ad- all adults talk about having friends as an adult. Yeah. Well, and certainly adults uh, <laughs> with children specifically, yeah, specifically, you know, and now that gets. the, you know, we are kind of at the leading edge of it, but our generation is getting to the point where our kids can pretty much take care of themselves. So we can, we don't need a babysitter to go out. So we have more options to have more of a social life for the first time. And <laughs> in a long time. And, uh, so that was that's what that's what I was thinking about and like hey well how do you spend that time with people and and we have actually over the past few years become so close to people online because that's how we even experience people we knew in person. Yeah. <clears throat> and so now we have you know friendships that have developed over the past 5 years that are equally as strong as the friendships that we've had for a long time. Um right. And sometimes we haven't even met these people. Yeah. So, um, you know, but <clears throat> as you uh, come to the age of deciding, hey, I want to have a social life again and, and the availability with, you know, COVID and everything else. Funny enough, we're we're actually kind of recovering from COVID right now. Um, yes, I tested positive Saturday evening. <coughs> so a little extra coughing, I guess. Um, but it's been very, very mild for me if I had it at all. Yesterday was the worst, but it's been yeah. mild. Yeah, compared to what we dealt with some of the other times we had it. Uh, We're just repeat offenders. You think (laughs) there's a record? Like how many times Mm. you catch COVID? I don't know, but I used to make, I know I've made a joke that like I said in five years, it was a few months ago, but I was like, in five years, your credit score is going to be based on how many times you tested positive for COVID. And the less times you tested positive for COVID, the higher your credit score is. Because you're the least likely to die in the next 10 years? I guess. I don't know. Like, oh. <laughs> I just made the joke. Because I know I've had it more than once. But I've only, te- except for until now, I've only tested positive one time. But I have know I've had it at least four or five times. 
Yeah. I mean, it's ran through our house so many times, I feel like. All these damn kids. God, all the damn kids. And that's what it was. Ben went back to school, came. He spends one week here, one week with his dad. And as soon as he got here, I bet you he brought COVID home from school because he had already been at school for a few days. Well, yeah. And and then you don't really catch it until after you you uh, have switched homes, you yes, know, for all the kids always that are is. one week always. back and forth. <laughs> He's infected both houses every time. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, that's He's not going annoying. to this time, though. We, we, we made no, sure we that. No, we kept him here this time. <laughs> yeah, we made sure we're not going to infect everybody repeatedly this time. Mutually Codependent is sponsored exclusively by Centex CBD and Texas Canna Health, Central Texas's trusted source of superior cannabis products since 2018. Visit CentexCBD.net where you'll get free shipping on orders over $50. Don't forget to use coupon code POD15 for 15% off your purchases. But yeah, uh, so... I think social media has been an outlet for people for a long time. And I think more and more people are wanting to become less reliant on it. Yeah. And so I think we're in a movement socially of, um, you know, people wanting to, uh, you know, have a social life out in public again. Yeah. So, and (laughs) some of us kind of forgot how to do that. Like an actual person. Yeah, like real you people. Know? Yeah, real real like, people. It, like instead of just like that guy trying to take the toilet paper, uh, you know, the you know, back in COVID when everything was so <gasps> scarce, you know. What the hell are you I, I'm going about? somewhere. I'm going you'll catch up. Just okay, trust go ahead. Me. Just trust me. I'll run with it. <clears throat> like he tried to run away with my goddamn toilet paper. Yeah. Maybe he had the runs. <laughs> It would certainly increase his need um, <laughs> for running. Uh, so how do you make friends when you can't get past shit jokes with your significant other? You don't. That's, that's what that's, we're doing. That's the thing. So, yeah, we got to. We, yeah. They're like people don't want to be friends. <laughs> we want to watch you from afar. We want to listen from afar. But we're not hanging out. We're not hanging out with you. No, I I don't say I wouldn't say I that. I don't think so either. I think people we like have us people well that enough. like us. You had a birthday party and people showed up. We have people that show up. That's sure. That's, that's true. That's sure. We have friends. We got friends. But um yeah, it's always good to have more friends. I, I think we should start with uh, the negative first and then move backwards. I think we should talk about removing toxic people from our lives first so that we can end on a positive note. Yeah, uh, because I think that's actually ultimately why a lot of people our age are looking for new friends. It's because they realize their friends is because They've realized how shitty their friends were. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and all the shitty people are being shitty together. And so there's yeah. this subculture of people that have gotten out of that toxicity. And uh, so how do those people meet each other? I don't know. That's, uh, I'm not really sure. Um, I, so like for me, I, I've always been really weird about friends, like my entire life. When I lived in Florida, I, you know, my first best friend that I really had, um, her name was Meredith and I met her the week before kindergarten 
And we were best friends until the day that I moved away in seventh grade. And the thing is, is Meredith and I still keep in contact um, through social media and stuff and all these years later. But I had the same kind of core group of friends in Florida. It was like so many girls and um and I also not only did I go to school with them, but we all went to church together in church camp. And then, you know, when I moved here, I now knowing that I'm autistic, it makes sense that with my autism, I was so picky and judgy about the people that I allowed into my life. I didn't realize that then, obviously, but now all these years later, like the autism diagnosis makes so much sense for my childhood and my teenage years because, I mean, you knew me when I was a kid. If if I didn't like your bullshit, I didn't want to have anything to do with you. Yeah. Like, just I'll just cut you off. Like, that, it, and it has absolutely, it bothers me less than me stepping on an ant. <laughs> like, that's, if I don't like you and I don't have any desire for you to be in my life, you being not involved in my life has literally no effect on me. And I think that is part of my autism is, and even in high school, like. I don't think that's entirely true though. Okay. Let me, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to explain more. Okay. I'm getting into this. Okay. So, and this has to do with toxic friends is I danced growing up. So I was around a lot of girls and we all know that girls can be quite mean to each other. And in high school, I was on dance team for about a year and a half, and then I quit because there were some girls that were mean, and there was other shit going on too. But I was always really picky about who I would befriend and who I chose to spend time with and who I chose to get close with because I could almost see the toxicity like before I really got to know the person. So, you know, I'm not going to name names because that would just be super tacky of me. But there were people in high school that my mom, for example, she knew them because she worked at the school and and or they were siblings, younger siblings of my brother's friends. And my mom just could never understand why I didn't want to be involved with that group or that clique. Right. She didn't get it. Well, your brother was friends with all those people. Well, they're nice to you. Well, they, they like you. Well, they don't understand why you don't want to be friends with them and you're rude and you know, you they act they think you're stuck up and it had it, I didn't like them. There was something about a lot of those people that had a big red flag waving on them and I don't know what it was, but so I've always been kind of picky about who I allow in my life anyways. And and as a friend, like especially as a close friend. And um so removing toxic friends, that's that hasn't been as hard for me because I've kind of had an easier time not making friends that became toxic, if that makes sense. Yeah, your batting average is better. My batting average is better because I'm already so picky about, yeah, I'm so selective. And then, like, a lot of the long-term friends that I have had that I still am friends with, people like Waylon and Price and you and Chance Cantwell, Valerie, Myra, think about all of us. We're all a little weird. We you all, are, I think, avoided the same groups. Yeah, we all kind of avoided that's, the same that's groups of we people had, had in common. Yeah, we avoided them for different reasons. And now, but 
Then like, they were all the same reasons. And all of those people, and Tina, and like all of those people, like we, like all those people we've known for 20 plus years. And we still know them. We actually just hung out with some of them. Yeah. And, um, you know, so that's, but like those people, they were kind of the same as like you and I were, and they were kind of picky with who they were friends with, I feel like. You know, close friends with. Yeah. Who they chose to stick around, but. This yeah. this ice cream cookies works. Yeah, I like it. It makes me feel it. May it helps me feel a, my brain will feel a lot more organized, which without my Adderall the past few weeks has been a total shit show. I mean, it's been bad, but this yeah. is helping, man. It's helping a lot. Yeah, and um, because <clears throat> you were telling a story, I had the chance to finally really get <laughs> after it. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's your turn. What? Uh... No, I was talking about like how it's how I don't feel like I've had to remove a lot of toxic friends because I've been pickier about the friends that I've had in, to begin with. Well, and <clears throat> so we were going to lead into like making new friends now. Mm -hmm. And I think that what I've seen be successful lately is reaching out to people who we had contact with in the past that was severed for some reason. Yeah. And, and like, those are still people that we knew and that we know, and we have some, you know, connection, connection with. with. <clears throat> and there's a couple of uh, examples of that, you know, and that's easy to do with Facebook. It's like, Hey, maybe instead of just liking a post, you should send a message and be like, Hey, <laughs> Let's go do that thing that I see you that you do and <laughs> you enjoy yourself. I don't do that, but I would like to, you know, um, so that's, that's kind of been something that we've done that there was, uh, I had a, a guy that I worked with that I really got along with, uh, you know, Ryan, I, I talked with Jen about it extensively, but, uh, he just, we really clicked and we sold cars together in like this really toxic environment, but we were both like, kind of like, uh, we're adjacent to this. We're not really a part of it, but then, you know, you had to make money too. So, um, and then, you know, when, when I went to go work somewhere else or I don't remember who quit first, but, um, <laughs> we just lost complete contact with each other. He got a different phone number maybe or something. I don't remember what it was. Yeah. And, uh, but I didn't, I didn't, you know, really think about it for a long time. And just recently I was like, man, I started, <coughs> <coughs> sorry. <coughs> Is that ice cream cookies? <coughs> um, <laughs> So, uh, you know, I started thinking about stories, you know, that when we sold cars together of us, like on the freaking golf carts, dumping this guy, <laughs> he, he rolled at like 20 miles an hour. I felt terrible. Wait, Daniel, what? Daniel was his oh. name. He was standing on the back. He just sold a car. He had the finance paperwork in his fucking hands and he had to drive the car back to make ready uh -huh. and then walk the paperwork to finance and like, Hey, I sold a car. Yeah. And, uh, you know, celebrate time. So he's on a high and he yeah. just parked it to make ready. And I'm going up to the front and we had like several of us on the back of this thing. And we were, from our perspective, <laughs> we were 
dicking around on the golf cart because there's <laughs> nothing better to do. Yeah. And on his perspective, it was like, I, yeah, they're going to give me a ride. I'm on my victory <laughs> lap. But I decided to kind of fuck with him instead. So, like, he gets on and he's got paperwork in one hand. So that means <laughs> he can't hold on to anything with that hand. He's only one-handed back there. And he didn't sit down and I didn't know that. <laughs> he stayed standing holding with one hand. So when I turned... And then turned the other direction. He kept going. <laughs> the first direction. And instantly remorse, like pain in my chest. And such my an groin. asshole. I'm like, oh my God, he fucking died. I'm I, going to prison. I was like, oh my God, no, 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 no. And, and I just, I just didn't think of it was that impulsiveness and and i just went around that corner too fast and he was upset with me which justifiably yeah he should have been he was um and i like that guy a lot too um he and i actually stayed in contact better than i'd stayed in contact (laughs) with with ryan uh you know on facebook or whatever and then uh so i was thinking about him and and uh then uh, another person, Brian Benstead, yeah. started working at Dell, and I had seen on, I found Ryan on his LinkedIn that he worked at Dell, but he didn't use his LinkedIn ever because I had messaged him on that and it, he didn't, you know, answer. So I asked Brian to look up Ryan in the directory and was like, hey, this guy's asking about you. Is that cool? <laughs> and, uh, and of course it was. And we went and had dinner and then we haven't really done anything since, but like that was a really neat reconnection. And I think yeah. there's <clears throat> other people that we can do that with and, and start, Absolutely. start fulfilling these, you know, needs to be social. Yeah. Outside the house. Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. I mean, let's go throw some axes with some people. Yeah, I mean, I have, uh, you know, and me, I feel like the majority of the friends that I've made as an adult, especially the past few years or so, have kind of been online. Um, you know, I was I was in a part of a group for a long time, a, women's, a girls group, and it was a wonderful group. Um, and then they archived that group and they made another group. Um, but that group got a little bit too big, so we made a very small group of about 40-ish of us. Um, and that group is, you know, I'm one of the girls particularly, my friend Meg, um, her and I have been pretty much, like, be- as best friends as you can possibly be via internet. Like, we've never met in yeah. person, but we talk on the phone sometimes. We'll FaceTime. We send little Marco Polo videos. Her kids know who I am. Um, every, if I say yeah, you guys have exchanged gifts, and yeah, things. we send each other presents and I actually, like the, I bought some, so little people, Fisher price, little people came out with a hocus pocus, little people set and it was available in August. And I waited for the email for the availability because the thing is, is it was supposed to be gone within a few hours. And I knew that because of collectors and I wanted Piper to have one and that's makes little girl. And so I ordered one for a Piper. <laughs> and so Piper's gonna get one. Nice. But like, I mean, you know, but Meg and I, like, it's funny, like, we'll tell each other things that we wouldn't tell anybody else. And we've never had the chance to meet in person. We are going to within the next year. We've we've pinky promise. We gotta figure that out. We gotta figure this out. I I adore her. She's one of the best people I've ever known in my life. I 
she's been there for me when I've needed a friend and I didn't know who to turn to. Like I, well, I gotta be honest. I just know her being adjacent to you very, you know, um, uh, yeah. she makes some damn good soap. Amazing. Yeah. She makes Jeez. soap and lotions, like, uh, lotion I, bars. I got and spoiled for like two months. I just went. The best. She does the best soap job. soap I have some sensitivities, and uh, her soaps were always really good for that. So Yeah, you never had any problems. Her lemon <clears throat> cookie once. soap, her lavender lemon one, that's my favorite. Yeah. That one's been so good. I don't remember <clears throat> which ones. But so, which, like, but... and, you know, I have other friends, too, in that group that I've made, and I can tell you all about them and their kids, but I've never had the opportunity to put my arms around them and hug them. I, you know... We always make jokes that one day we're all going to do that. One day we're going to get to hug each other. Or, you know. Meet in the middle in some, like, shitty town out. in Kansas. Yeah. We don't care just so we can all hug each other. But it's it's weird being able to make that kind of, like, deep connection, that deep friendship with somebody that you've never had the ability yeah. to meet in person. Because I think that at the core, like, everybody needs that that everybody needs somebody they can connect with and somebody they can talk to. Well, and I think uh, it's easier to show people who you really are online with the, the, in Probably, the beginning, yeah. the, 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 the feeling of anonymity in the beginning, mm-hmm. you know, you know, yeah, they know my name, but they don't know anything about me really, you know? So you can yeah. be who you want to be and who you are and not have to try and hide that or whatever. And uh, so the people that you can be open and honest and free with and you still have all those things in common, then yeah. that's, that's a legitimate friendship. You skipped mm-hmm. all the shitty parts in the middle where everybody's pretending, yep. you know, like the, the no farting on dating, you know, like, <laughs> you know, all that, all the beginning, the very, dis- <laughs> very uncomfortable times when you're just like, oh, God, I really wish we were about two months more along in this relationship <laughs> right now. <laughs> I couldn't tell you how many times I got back in my car after a date of some time of some sort and just like, oh God, unloaded. And then I forgot my phone in your car. Has <laughs> like, that ever happened? Oh, that did happen one time, but it's fine. Um, Were you embarrassed? Did it smell? No, it was terrible. <laughs> she knew exactly what happened. Did you go out with her again? I, that's that was actually Madeline. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I married that one. It was a terrible idea. Good job. But I did what I was supposed to do. I thought. I thought. You did a good job. Yeah. Look, he started college this week yesterday. He did. Holy shit! He started classes yesterday. He's he all did. moved in, ready to go. The lecture hall's a circle. It's or like an octagon. Yeah. It's weird because you're like half the time you're going to be looking at the back of that professor. Is it like that's they like kind of like walk. Well, guess, yeah, I know. They, I don't you know. I don't know. They're performing now. It's it's interesting. Uh, be careful with melting the microphone. That would be bad. I yeah, didn't mean to do that. A, I know. <clears throat> so, yeah. How do you you have a lot of friends that you've been like constant friends with like so for me i moved away from here for a long time so a lot of the friends that i was close with here i didn't see for a long time or you know my friends in virginia i didn't i wouldn't call any of them old friends because i didn't really have a lot of friends there that i kept um because either they were associated with something or they weren't like their acquaintances more than friends you know what i mean 
There's a few that you still keep in contact with mm-hmm. a little bit online, at least. Yeah, um, Stacy and Megan. Yeah, Megan was really the first. You've had friend. a lot of Megans in your life. I yeah, I guess two. I feel like there's been more, but that's not maybe. Important. Um. Well, I have friends from a long, long time ago because I never went anywhere. That's true. So I, you know, I collected uh, my core group of friends, I guess, kind of all at the same time, right? It was whoever hung on after I had to get married and have a kid. Yeah. You know, like that was, and, and, uh, actually, you know, Jose was after I got married. Um, we met at HGB and, uh, but Robert, I knew in high school through the band Yeah, and the band that I was in, not band, I wasn't in band. I was in a band. He was not in in marching band. No. Looking back, I feel like if I would have joined like drum corps or something, well, drum line. You probably would have had a blast I with that. I would have had a battle. Uh, yeah. And and now since I started playing around with those drums, I think I could have been good at it if probably. I had some good direction early on. Kamari would have been great at it. Yeah. She just sat down Kamari's the last so week, good. The week before it's she crazy. left. She was <laughs> like, I've been really thinking about playing these drums. I'm just going to For the do past it. six months I've lived the, here. Yeah. Five months as she's lived here. And... So she starts tapping, and I kind of give her a little bit of, okay, one, two, here's three, four, one, two, three, four, like, and then you can kind of mix it up. (coughs) And, like, an hour later, she's listening to a song and playing along to it. Yeah. And with that little tiny bit of instruction, I could hear that she was keeping a beat well, you know? And so I was like, what? There's a new drummer in the house. Like, it was, like, I feel like she was almost immediately where I was, like, maybe two or three weeks in. And (laughs) that's a long time, picking Mm -hmm. up a new thing. So I'm sure that she'll, uh, you know, accelerate if she were to pick it up again. Maybe she can take a music class in high school, or in college or something. In high school, in college or something. She's doing basically her junior year in college now, first year out of high school because of the classes she took and Mm -hmm. all that. So Smart girl. I think that, you know, the, you know, several times that she played, she, she recognized that she was getting pretty good at it. Yeah. Mutually codependent and sponsored exclusively by Centex CBD and Texas Canna Health, Central Texas's trusted source of superior cannabis products since 2018. Visit CentexCBD.net where you will get free shipping on orders over $50. Don't forget to use coupon code POD15 for 15% off your purchases. But yeah, so I have a lot of old friends because I didn't go anywhere, and I hang hung on to the ones that that uh, mattered. Yeah, that that I not that mattered, I, but well, the that ones that were... I that I got along with that I didn't fight with, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's some things that you know, there are weird situations with with past friends that we just I don't know we didn't didn't stay connected for one whatever reason. Whatever reason, yeah. Um. <clears throat> so, but. You know, I felt like uh, 
you know, I guess Rob, Jose, and Eli were kind of my little core. And I had some other friends along the way, um, but just didn't didn't stay connected the same way. Um, right. But yeah, I don't have a diverse group. We're all kind of strange people. Um, a bit. <laughs> I'm sure we all have a touch of the tism somewhere. <laughs> just a touch. The four of you? <laughs> but the four of you in one room? <laughs> That's like Man, some of the four of the smartest people I've ever, ever. met in my entire is... The four of them could run the world, but all four <laughs> of them are so fucking insane in one way or another. And I mean that with a hundred percent love. Eli is the incredibly intelligent, kind person who is loves animals and bugs and all things creepy crawly. I, I and then, you know, Robert is And and more than that, like he's a provider. He's Oh, he's, he's an amazing it, dude. Right? Yeah, he's, like he's a great dad. Rob great. is just the sweetest person and I just love him. He's just he's just so sweet. He's just a good <laughs> dude. Like I would trust him to take care of my kids if we both died. Like <laughs> absolutely. And then Jose's quirky. He's a little odd, but he grows on you he he does he grows on you and actually when I saw Too Short Friday the first good picture I could get a Too Short I took so Adam could send it to Jose because that's Jose's favorite rapper which I get because he's a lot of fun Um, and then there's you you know you're just you and (laughs) like all four of you in the room and we would have you know that gif or that clip of the people from Microsoft dancing on stage super awkwardly Oh, God. That's like the four of you. Like, that's what it would be like if you guys owned a company and, like, had to be that on stage ruling the world. That's that's what it would be like. That was like my bachelor party. Was that? <laughs> <laughs> Gross. No, that's kidding. most bachelor parties. <laughs> no, I, uh, no, I did that so early that they, they weren't even a part. Rob was. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, and there's some people... <laughs> That I think that I could, uh, you know, really reconnect with uh, yeah. from that same time period. Like Ian, the guy who sang in the band that I was in. Yeah. Um, you know, and Marco. And man, I wonder what uh, Richard is doing. He was the, the first drummer for the band. Mm-hmm. Strange guy. He. <laughs> <laughs> like, he strange has so kept people in the basement or. So, no. No. <laughs> But he might like show you his basement and ask you if you want to join. Um, like, yeah, no, he was a really cool guy. <laughs> that sounds like my kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> do you like trains? <laughs> no, he didn't like trains. He was a drummer, like, and he was like, you know what, Sheldon Cooper. <laughs> no, um, you know, but he was a good guy. He, you know, awarded in the army. You know, whatever. It was, it was a good guy. Um, but just on a different level, you know, he was yeah. so positive all the time. Um, I, I just, I don't remember ever, I don't remember him being angry. He had a cool car. I always loved the the Camaros. I want to make a group for, for women with autism. Okay. Like a local Left field. Like, I, no, I was, well, we were, I was just thinking of like, we were talking about making new friends. Like, and I, there's all, I've, I've found through social media that there's, and Reddit specifically, even the Austin subreddit, there's so many women who are now late diagnosed with autism and they've always right. felt like they never had a real group of girlfriends that they could really depend on. 
And my actually my friend Meg, the one that we were talking about that I'm so my best friend, we're super close. She also has autism, late diagnosed adult autism. So we both send each other autistic jokes, <laughs> jokes about autism and TikToks and stuff all the time, because now that we both get it, <laughs> like we finally have that other person that can be like, oh, my God, you get this. And it's awesome. But I want I want that locally. Like, I think we should I should make a group and we could get like it was just like six of us. That's probably enough because otherwise we're going to get overwhelmed. <laughs> you know, do you think there's a group of Australians somewhere called the Aussie Otties? <laughs> and it's a group of autistic people that get together that are in Australia. Well. The Love Aussie on the Aussies. Spectrum, the first one we watched, they were all from Australia, remember? A lot of them. Yeah. yeah they yeah. yeah. That was a great show. I loved that show. I want to watch the American one. Oh my god, we should apply to be on it. That's not how that works. They're looking for love. No, no, no. They have the new one. They they're gonna do a new one with people who are already married that have autism. I don't think we would be I don't think we have enough of the tism. I've got enough of the tism. <laughs> I don't know if you're like <laughs> primetime television tism. <laughs> oh, I, think no. you're, I think you're more moderately successful podcast tism. Actually, did you know that only 30% of adults with, autistic, with autism are able to keep a job? No. Yeah, and about 10 of those people are severely suicidal and depressed because of the way that work makes them feel. They have to, yeah. Uh, how they have to mask, and and a lot of those people, and usually that 10% actually doesn't know they have autism. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. I imagine that uh, it would be interesting to know how many people who just like went into work and shot the place up have, have something. Some kind of mental difference. Yeah. Some kind of neurodivergency. Yeah, because that's what happens when you're a little bit neurodivergent or you're a little bit neurospicy. Like when things aren't handled, when you get overwhelmed and like overstimulated, you get, you have like meltdowns and breakdowns and you go crazy. As you've seen. <laughs> Being married to me. <clears throat> but yeah, but I would like to make some new friends. I'm a fun person. I like to dance. I like to tell jokes. I'm interesting. I'm smart. I'm a good dresser. I'm an okay dresser when I feel like getting dressed up. I wonder if Syntex CBD, our wonderful sponsor, would sponsor a mutually codependent uh, group event. <gasps> yes, we like. should work into that. Like, hey, Mom, we want to party, but we want to do it on the monies of the shop. We could see if the field at the if the field social if Prices Bar could host. We could use them as a host. Oh, nice! Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, and invite people who feel like they need some friends, and then just mention it enough that it can be a work expense. Just mention the podcast enough. Yeah, we could do. A- I mean, I don't know. We could record live. We could. Yeah. And just have people take turns. Yeah. And like, hey, tell me a story of, of our, like, when we met. Or yeah, tell, like how, how did you meet us? We or, could set that up in the bar. 
Yeah, I think that would be With funny. With all the bar clinking and all the noises. Yeah. Would that get annoying? And if it was the people, some of the people like Price, who, oh, who's part owner of that bar, like... You'll hear him too. Yeah, he, I met, he was the first person I ever met in Pflugerville Middle. He walked up to me my very first day in seventh, or the first day I was there in seventh grade, which was the first day of the second semester, and yeah. said, can I have a hug? And I said, uh, no, and walked away. <laughs> uh, he's like, oh, a cute girl. I'd like yeah, to that touch was, it. He was like, oh, she, he said, you're shiny and new. Can I have a hug? Uh, oh, of course. And I was like, no, and I walked away. <laughs> <laughs> do you think he uses that line now at the bar like when he's when he's barkeeping like, oh you're shiny and new can i have a hug and and she'll either be a customer forever or <laughs> if they know price they know that's just price they're gonna leave yeah but the ones who stay stay probably forever yeah probably yeah no i don't know because he's Tara. he's married now no, I know, but it would just be like a welcome. Like for him, he's just so. The last like, time I saw him, he told me to get the fuck out. <laughs> well, because. Get the fuck out, you. Get the fuck out. Yeah. He's just messing with me, though. I know. We all knew. But still. But he hugs and kisses you. <laughs> Did he kiss me? I think, I think he kissed you on the cheek. Oh, yeah, probably. I mean, that's. Meh. You know. When you know somebody before they have armpit hair, but now they have gray hair. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Like, that's, it's weird from, to think of how much. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, it God. is. So, yeah. Like, we're almost 40. We're getting there. It's almost Halloween time. It's almost the month before Halloween. Yeah. And Halloween being at the end of the month that it's in. In October. In October. Yes. So you're not a month out until you're actually in the month. It's almost time to decorate. <laughs> it's August 22nd. <laughs> <laughs> but when when is your when are you allowed to decorate? 30 days before the holiday. And it's killing me because I already want to decorate for Halloween so bad. <laughs> I thought we made an exception for Halloween. I think we did make an exception for Halloween because it's my favorite holiday. I love Halloween so much. I just, all all things spooky make me happy. And they if, just do. And if you decorate for longer, then, in, then it spaces out the change. It's true. And I have to, when I decorate for Halloween, I have to take everything off the walls because I redecorate literally the entire downstairs. Well, except the stuff that we glued up there. Yeah, it's like things that can't come down. That's that's just the <laughs> stuff in the dining hall. Why? I don't think people care about that. I don't care about <laughs> that at all. Why are we talking about this? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you listening to us? <laughs> 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 they're probably not they're like fuck this i turned that shit off like 25 minutes ago well our no. ratings were kind of good until episode eight <laughs> right at 54 minutes Just everybody turned it off <laughs> why is she no how long have we been rambling i don't know we can always go back so okay. what do we want to talk about um <clears throat> i was thinking about friends and i was i uh 
I asked Jen how many friends she thought I had on Facebook without looking. <clears throat> yeah, I said like 400, right? 500? Yeah, five, something. Like I think 500. Twice as many as I actually have. How many do you have? Like 250. I don't know how many I have. Four something, I think. But um, I was just wondering. like, four, I have 468. Yeah. That's surprising. You yeah. can have up to 5,000, so it's really not that many. I don't think I want to be a part of 5,000 You have 248. 240, yeah. Sub 250. Yeah. I, I, bet, I, I wonder what the average is, though. I don't know. <clears throat> I bet there's a, a, I could probably do a Google search and find out. But I'd rather just talk about the. Siri? No. Look at her cheating. Well, you said to Google. I'm curious. I really want to know what the average so, is. Yeah. And, and I wonder, you know, who falls on what part of that. And I have, but I also feel like this whole concept of being an influencer or being a potential influencer really. <laughs> exaggerate some people's friends lists well yeah it does because they just have like so many people that follow them um it is between it is about 338 actually based on metrics and statistics so if you were to average yours and mine we'd be pretty dead on yeah average we'd be pretty average it says most people have anywhere between two to four hundred that's real the real average yeah but if they add it all they do the median it's like 338 yeah so that I think that's reasonable. probably reasonable. Yeah. I think you could keep up with 200 people. Like yeah. at least like be able to point them out and be like, who's that guy? Mm. Like, yeah. Like, I will tell you that if I don't know the person who's friending, trying to friend me on social media, but we have mutual friends and they only have, if they have less than a hundred friends, I will not accept that friend request. Why? Because that's weird to me. They're picky about who friend they friend with. But if I don't really know them, why are they wanting to be friends with me? Oh, so you feel like if the the desire to be your friend is out, like, well, what if they just got connected to Facebook? That's kind of weird. If I know know them, then I'll accept it. Oh, because <clears throat> I know that. Well, there's... I think a lot of times that's like bots, though, too. Yeah, it is. So you have to be careful of that and creepy men. <clears throat> like creepy men send you friend requests on things, especially TikTok. Yeah, I could see that. Well, mm-hmm. they've also people found a way to monetize it, and the monetization gives uh, some people the concept that it's their prerogative. Uh, you know it's that they can do prerogative. that. Um, you know, as soon as you know, there's certain types of guys that as soon as they walk into a a strip joint, they start treating people completely differently because they get this entitlement about them. Like, yeah. uh, you know, I'm paying you to be interested, so you better actually be interested. They're not interested in no. anybody. No. Um, you know, half of them go home to their girlfriends. <laughs> um, honestly, it's yeah, not, no, that, it's, it's not it's that pretty, off. Yeah. No, um, it's... But, you know, so... um it's just people using each other is what it is. And yeah. I, mean, I guess if it's if it's uh consensual, then you know, whatever. Mutually beneficial. Mutually codependent. Uh <laughs> uh so So yeah. Yeah. Hey, um hey Adam. Yeah. I heard a rumor. Uh oh. That one time 
you were at Lake Travis fishing and that you met a naked hero. A naked hero. A naked hero. Like a hero that was naked? Yeah. Like a, like a hero, somebody who who saved the day, but he, but they, she, he, it. It, it. Was. The monster of Lake Travis. Was the monster, was, was um, in the nude. It's not a rumor. It's not a rumor. It's not a rumor. Um, yeah, I, uh, normal day, fishing. <laughs> I was out at the lake with my dad. And uh, so <clears throat> we're fishing. We, that was, we were particularly prepared that time. We had a cooler between us full of Gatorade. We uh, had a little bud with us. And, and, and at this point, I didn't really smoke very much at all. And so that was exception for me. Like I had to smoke early because I had to drive. I, I still, you know, didn't want to have anything to do with that. So I had no confidence in my abilities as in, in your smoking in abilities. My smoking abilities. So uh, anyway, we were high. It was dark, and we just hear some sloshing, which is you know it happens. Those fish will come and just kind of <laughs> flop their little <laughs> fins. On the surface, and um, <laughs> you all right? You good? You get thumbs up? Okay. <laughs> you didn't have to actually thumbs up. <laughs> Two thumbs up. <laughs> so we heard something, and um, and I, I I I I don't really remember it as well as I wish I did. I wish I could. Yeah. I wish I wish I could remember it better, but I remember just like the sloshing. And we're like, do you, do you hear that? And then, uh, yeah, I don't remember if it was me or, or Kevin that said, you know, do you hear that? I don't remember who heard us first, but one of us said something. And the guy was like, yeah, it's me. Like, <laughs> what? What the fuck? <laughs> we're in a park that's like closed. Yeah. We had to walk from really far uh, f- to the... Uh, the parking lot that's outside, like you could, you could yeah. be in the park, but you had to, you couldn't park in the park. We should go night fishing sometime. I would love that. Yeah, I would love to do that. So, um, yeah. Uh, so <clears throat> there's a guy in the middle. Of, this is Lake Travis. This yeah. is a giant lake. Mm-hmm. And we were across from, I think, Arkansas Bend Park. Yeah. Something like that. I don't remember. Um, but he's like, he he's like coming. He's like, I uh, I just came across the lake. <laughs> okay. Why? <laughs> I don't know, man. It seemed like a really good idea at the beginning and a really bad idea right now. <laughs> I bet. And he, but he was so clever. It was funny. Like you could tell yeah. he was. And we're like, oh, okay. He's like, can I? trouble you for a drink because <laughs> he's been paddling in this lake drunk yeah and he got all the way here and he's like i don't have anything left to drink and i can't drink the water in the lake and we're like yeah man i was like i've got a gatorade over here. he's oh my god that sounds great but one more thing <laughs> okay I didn't bring any pants. <laughs> what? Like, I just have the tube, man. That's all I have with me. 
So you got my tube and my necklace. <laughs> That's basically what he said. <laughs> he had a, or maybe he had an was this, anklet. Was this Matthew McConaughey? Maybe, that he was maybe 30. I was probably about 30, maybe. And uh, <laughs> so we... We had this light that we had, yeah, um, this LED light that was pretty bright, lighting up our area, you know, yeah. um, like you do. And uh, so we were, we were. I remember turning the light down, yeah, because the guy was naked and he like put the tube around his junk. He kind of <laughs> walked over. You, man, you don't understand. I just appreciate. It. I just this was so dumb. He's like, <laughs> I'm so th- thank you so much. Why didn't I bring my clothes? <laughs> He's like, I started out skinny dipping, and then I forgot I was skinny dipping, and then I decided I could make it across. And even if I fell asleep, I'd be on the tube, and and I just didn't think to get my clothes. We're like, it's cool, man. It's fine. <laughs> And he's like telling us about how uh, earlier in the day he was like, yeah, we were at this campground and these guys were just kind of messing with this girl. And I just, you know, I just, I've seen too much of that. And I I just, so I went up there and I was like talking to him. I was like, hey man, like. Leave her alone. Leave her alone. Yeah. And uh, he's like, you stay out of this, man. And I was like, hey man. And the girl was like, thank you. And walked away. Well, and then I think he saw something happened later between the same people. Like the guy was doing it again and he went up and he, uh, like stopped him from assaulting her. Holy crap. And, uh, (coughs) so he's telling us this story while standing there naked. So he was obviously a good dude. He was a good dude. (laughs) Just made bad choices sometimes. That's a bad, just a stupid choice. (laughs) Yeah, but that's like he was then in a like state park naked walking around <laughs> and then he swam across to a city park naked. <laughs> uh so yeah, we were in like Lago Vista, I think, something like that. Um but <laughs> yeah, man, that guy just came across just totally naked. Uh and then we I showed him my random sittings pictures, I think. And and because oh, okay. we, we talked about it. Um while he was naked. While he was naked. Um and so that was that was the thing where I was like taking a toilet around different <laughs> like landmarks in Austin and having people sit on it and and just taking their picture. And so I had a calendar one year, and uh, it it did okay, but didn't, and it, I don't know, it was frustrating. But I got I got some good ideas, and I, I I might end up with a coffee table book at some point. But it was people sitting on toilets. It's called random sittings. So there's a Facebook page and stuff if you want to find it. But um, I uh, was telling him about that. So he found me on Facebook and then sent me a <clears throat> message to my email. Yeah. My random sittings email. Mm-hmm. And uh and it was like, man, I, I thanks so much for the drink. I got back to camp safe. 
He's like, not only that, but the sheriff came this morning and gave <laughs> me a medal. And it was a picture <laughs> of, like, he sent me a picture of, like, the medal? him getting this medal from <laughs> fucking park ranger or somebody. I don't remember if it was, like, local sheriff, maybe. But he literally stopped that girl from getting raped. That's amazing. And uh, And it was just because mm-hmm. he was looking out. You know, yeah. he wasn't trying to be a hero. He was just, just trying like, to be hey, a good dude. I'm just checking in. I'm just checking to see how this is going. And if it was just, you know, a couple fighting, oh, this is my girlfriend. We're fighting. I'm sorry. You know, yeah. then okay. Like people get aggressive with people they know, but if they don't know each other and they're getting aggressive, then there's a problem. Yeah. He recognized that. So good for him. Yeah. Good on him. Good on him. And, and he, I wish I knew who that dude was so we could look it up and find him. I bet I could. Probably. See how he's doing. Oh, what man. he's doing? Reconnect with him. I could find that email. That'd I be have funny. Access to all the all that stuff. What if he's like a random ass customer? <laughs> yeah. What if he ended up? I think he was from out of town. Hmm. He was just on vacation or something. Weird. Just camping. Going <clears throat> fucking skinny dip swimming across a lake. That's a long lake. It's a big lake. I just don't have the confidence to be naked in front of people like that at all. I think it's something that certain people, especially with bigger families, are more likely to see naked kids running around. Yeah. And then that, like, I think the more kids you have is probably a direct correlation to the age in which they stop running around naked. Maybe. I bet there's some math there that we could figure out. I don't, I'm not going to. I don't really want to have that on my, Maybe. Go- my Google search. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know if it's you It's not should. a Google search trend mm-hmm. I want to start. Nope, definitely should not. Um, but yeah, I think the, it seems like the guys that I've known that have been more <clears throat> likely to not have clothes on, they had more brothers. Yeah, that makes sense. More siblings. <clears throat> And sense, sports guys, of course, because they got used to it, and and just guys with uh, with that are more proud of what they have. Yeah, they're more like yeah. To. I guess that's true. Dance girls, like when I was growing up, girls we always would change in front of each other. Like it just, I mean, like you would just totally strip down to nothing, put tights on, and then just continue your conversation like it was nothing. Yeah, because we just didn't think of it. So, yeah, I guess it's. Uh, everybody has the same parts. They just look different. Yeah, for the most part. For the most part. For the most parts. For the most parts. We're, we've gone long. We're at an hour and ten minutes. Yeah, let's wrap this shit we up. We should wrap it up. That's what you should have done. Hey! He's <laughs> <laughs> giving me a dirty look. I only have one kid. <laughs> I know. I'm Biologically. Just, I know. I'm just messing so... with you. There are lots of other times I should have. <laughs> but how about we just keep practicing? Okay, we'll practice. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes we'll do it wrong on purpose. All right, guys. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Ah, have yes. a good week. Thank you, guys. And as always, find us on Facebook and TikTok and Instagram at Mutually Code Dope. Bye.